Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Compassionately You with your host, Bree Lugenbell. Um, and happy Labor Day holiday. Hope you're enjoying some family and friend time and lots of yummy food. Um, today, we have Colleen Cox of Mitten Dietitian here. She's also a full-time registered dietitian. But I thought it'd be really fun to invite her since today is a holiday and we're going to be talking about um, her work as well as intuitive eating which is something she's very passionate about. So tell me a little bit about how Mitten Dietitian came about. Yeah, thanks for having me. So my business is called Mitten Dietitian, and I blog healthy recipes and do food photography for those recipes. And in addition to that, I also provide individualized nutrition counseling. So I provide a variety of services um, from one-on-one -on -one counseling to meal planning to seminars and workshops. Um, and like you mentioned, I focus on intuitive eating. So it's a non-diet approach to eating where you really understand how to listen to your body, understand what foods it wants, how much food it needs, and really just focusing on intuition with food. Yeah. And so, and then you've been blogging for about five years now. Yep. About five years. Yeah. And I follow her. I've been following her for a while now. I think like maybe like six months. Um, and we connected through my other business, Better Body Image Conference, but it's pretty inspiring. Her recipes that she shares mm -hmm. are very easy and simple to replicate. One of them is a homemade chicken tenders, and it's awesome. You gotta, you gotta just, oh, you gotta do it. Um, and so tell me a little bit more too of a personal journey of why you started the Mitten Dietitian. Yeah, so I guess my journey with, um, healthy eating and food started in college. Um, you know, I went to Michigan State University and was introduced to the cafeteria for the first time. And, you know, they have donuts and cakes and cookies. And I mean, a freshman in college is first exposed to that and you think, sweet, I'm going to have one of each. So, yes. <laughs> you know, it kind of started off like that. And then I, I've always been slender, but I kind of started, you know, noticing the effect of those extra cakes, cookies, and donuts. And so it really started off just as a little bit of dieting here and there to avoid those excess pounds. And then throughout my college years, it really just kind of spiraled into a full-blown eating disorder. Um, so Mitten Dietitian was created during my recovery um, from my eating disorder, and it was really kind of a creative outlet for me to really improve my relationship with food. Um, you know, food has become really a form of art and expression for me as I've learned to have a more healthy relationship with it. So it's really been kind of my creative outlet to create these recipes that taste good, that also nourish your body, and even the food photography aspect of it, just capturing these stories of food um, in picture form has been just immensely huge in my recovery. Yeah, and um, something you had told me before we started recording, too, um, was that you had wished someone like you had been there for you to talk to when you were going through recovery that was a registered dietitian that specialized in intuitive eating and um, eating disorders. And so you are kind of that person that you wish was there for you during that time. Right, right. So my mitten dietitian started off as just... Um, recipes and food photography. And then once I became a registered dietitian, it was my goal to be that person that I never had. 
So I feel like recovery was about 20 times harder than it could have been had there been someone who had gone through what I was going through, who could empathize with me. So once I became a registered dietitian, I knew that that was something that I needed to do to give back to the community, to be that person for other people, to help their journey be a little bit easier than mine was. Um, so that's really my goal through nutrition counseling is to work with anyone who possibly has any sort of disordered eating, um, anyone who could even just benefit from improving their relationship with food, just really trying to help their journey be a little bit easier than mine was. Yeah. I think there's just so many like misinformation out there with food and all the different crazy diet trends that it's hard for us to find that person or just even know and understand what is best for us. Um, so having this for people and being that person, um, is wonderful. And Mm -hmm. I'm so happy that this is what you're doing. Um, talk more about intuitive eating because I know for me, it's something new and I've heard it kind of recently Mm -hmm. around, but, um, it just seems like a much better system. Yeah. So intuitive eating is actually a hot topic right now. Um, a lot of people are really jumping on board with it. And like I said, it's really a non-diet approach to eating. So it's really trying to break diet culture. So rather than trying to fit a certain mold, only eat certain food groups, only you know eat at certain times of the day, it's really about eating what you like, finding out how much food your body needs versus eating what you think you quote unquote should be eating and how much someone tells you to eat. Because in all honesty, no one can tell you exactly how much or exactly what to eat to fuel your body because they're not in your body. They don't know how that food makes you feel. They don't know the amount of food that will make you feel satisfied. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really just learning how to understand your body and really going with really your intuition on what to eat. So. I really like it because there's no food rules. It focuses on food freedom. You can, if you want a cupcake, you can have a cupcake. And it's about eating that cupcake and enjoying it and not feeling guilty Mm -hmm. and not having those food rules. Because when you restrict food or you say, I can't have this, what happens when you say you can't have something? You want it a million oh times goodness, more. Oh my goodness, yes. <laughs> so that's always what happens with diets is that you say, okay, I can't have this brownie. So then maybe you don't have a brownie for a week. And then when you finally have a taste of that brownie, you go ham and you have the whole pan, which mm-hmm. you don't feel good after that. So it's really learning how to have one brownie, have a scoop of ice cream, have a slice of pizza, and move on. Yeah. I will definitely say I am have experienced the, okay, I'm not going to eat any sweets or not going to put any sweets in my home. And then as soon as I bake cookies, every time I go into the kitchen, oh, I have to go get this. And I'll have like 12 mm-hmm. cookies. I've had 12 cookies before in an hour. And then, of course, at the time it feels really nice. And then it's, oh, that... Now I feel kind of sick. And so being able to change that relationship with food, like you said, not restricting it, Mm -hmm. not letting it not be in the house, letting it be in the house and learning that it's okay to have that. Right, right. So for instance, I always talk about this now. Me and my fiance have started to buy the family size tub of ice cream. And 
a few years ago, I could have never had that in the house because I would have not eaten it for a week and then I would have probably literally had half the tub of ice cream. Yeah. But now I can have that ice cream anytime I want. It's usually a lot of times it's every day, mm -hmm. um, but it might just be a bite here and there. It really depends on, you know, my activity level for that day. I understand how much fuel my body needs. Um, so it's really, I can have that anytime. There's no restriction to it. So it loses that pull. Yes. Yeah. Into that. Because mm -hmm. it's hard. When you, there are those restrictions, then it's either, it's like zero to 60. Yes. Yes. And that's not, that's not fair to us. Right. We should be able to eat what we want to eat in a way that is going to be enjoyable and it doesn't feel like it's wrong or bad. Right. And also healthy. Yeah. <laughs> so what I always tell my clients is look at your diet currently how you're eating, your eating style, and can you do this for the rest of your life? That is the first question that I ask anyone. And a lot of the times it's, no, I can't do this for the rest of my life. You know, I can't survive on what I'm eating right now, which maybe a lot of times is just, you know, only a few food groups and you're excluding these foods or you're excluding foods you actually enjoy. Um, so really with intuitive eating, it's learning a sustainable style of eating that you can really do for the rest of your life. I really like that. Sustainable yeah. style of eating. Yes. I love that. Um, let's see here. So kind of going into this next question. So what is one thing of encouragement or comfort you would give someone who's struggling with their relationship with food? Uh, the biggest piece of advice I could give someone is to let them know that you're not alone. And like I said, the reason why I started my business is to let people know that exact thing, that you are not alone, that you are in company of someone who's been through this, someone who has really, I mean, I was at a pretty, pretty dark spot in my life where I did not think that I could keep this way of eating up for the rest of my life. And a lot of people are in that situation right now, and I just want them to know that you're not alone. Even if maybe you don't have an eating disorder, but you're just like, I just don't really know how to fuel my body in the best way possible. It's okay. No one knows how to do everything in life. So know that you're not alone. Know that there's always people that you can come talk to, like a registered dietitian, family, friends, um, because I think it's a lot more common than you think it is. Yeah. And I know just with um, with my son, um, talking to a registered dietitian has been so helpful mm -hmm. because he eats different than most kids and he has silent reflux. And so that's a little bit different. So like talking to them and feeling comforted at, in that way, um, you can do the same thing with yourself. But sometimes we don't think about doing it with right, ourselves. Right. We think about we want to help. Right. Another person. But going through it with him has made me be better about reflecting on my own eating and embracing this intuitive eating uh, movement. Because yes. it's just so much, I don't know, it's more comforting, it's more awareness, and like you said, and I said, it's not restrictive. Right. So. And especially as of recently, you know, there's this whole push for, you know, holistic approach to health and really including your mental health into it, including, you know, your fitness. Um, and I think intuitive eating really does, is the perfect fit into the whole holistic nutrition aspect. You know, food impacts our emotions. Food impacts, you know, how we feel. And I think it's the perfect segue into that, you know, thinking about the body as a whole.
Definitely. I also just realized my dishwasher is on in the background. So if anyone's <laughs> hearing some silly sounds, I am sorry. <laughs> I might go turn that off right now. Um, but so kind of back to Labor Day. Um, is there any fun recipes that are really easy to do today? Well, people are trying to get everything ready and it's kind of crazy. Um, what do you suggest? So one of my favorite recipes that I have on my blog is my potluck corn salad recipe. And anytime I take this dish anywhere, it's always gone. You never have to worry about taking leftovers home, which I love. Um, so it's your typical kind of corn salad recipe that you'd think of, but it's made a little bit healthier by increasing the vegetables, um, reducing the mayo a little bit, but as with all my recipes, it's never anything that you've noticed that it's a healthy version. So that's what I really kind of have my goal as with my recipes is I want to make them a little bit healthier, a little bit more nourishing for the body, but nothing that someone's going to taste it and think, oh, this is a quote unquote healthy version. So <laughs> that's definitely a good one. And it literally takes only minutes to put together. So if it's, you know, you're running out the door right now, you have nothing to bring or you need a recipe to make, take a look at that one because you will be the hit of the party. Awesome. And then if you want something sweet. Yes, if you want something sweet. So I have um, some blueberry crumble bars on there that are to die for. And we're in Michigan right now and it's just the end of peak blueberry season. So anyone who has those blueberries that you need to use up, go ahead, take a look at that recipe. It's blueberry crumble bars. Again, super simple. They're made with whole wheat um, and oats and they're just super nourishing. You could honestly have them for breakfast. You got your fruit in there, your whole grains, or they make a great dessert too. You know, a little scoop of vanilla ice cream on there, warm them up. They'd be fabulous that way as well. So if you're looking for these recipes, um, how can you find them? What is your website? Yeah, so my website is mittendietitian.com. And then you can also follow me on Facebook and Instagram at mittendietitian. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Colleen, for your time thank today. You. This was nice. Educational too. I've always wondered more about intuitive eating and haven't gotten to talk to an expert much about it yet. So that's been nice. Yeah, thank you. Um, and yes, go follow her and have a happy, happy Labor Day today. And this has been Compassionately You with Brie Luganbell. <laughs>